The following podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network. You're tuning in to Flawed and Fabulous. I'm Ash and I like to think we are all flawed, but we are also fucking fabulous. Welcome to episode eight. Sorry, not sorry. How to nicely give zero fucks. How are you, courts? It's a very explicit episode already. Isn't There's it? going to be so many f bombs in this one. I love it already. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I like. Well, I feel good today. I have felt. That sounds like you weren't feeling good previously. No, I actually haven't been. I feel it's been nearly three weeks, I think, or a month since we recorded the last episode, but that just went to air last week. And um, I recall saying that I was like feeling like annoyed and my annoyance level got like worse and worse over the past few weeks. Like I was- What are you annoyed at? Just everything, like (laughs) mainly at the kids. The kids, for me, I had had like a break from them, like Eden took them away for four days and um, that was great. And I had like the whole like house to myself and then school holidays kicked in and the kids went here, there and everywhere. We like farmed them out and it was probably the first time they haven't been at, well, sorry, the first time I've been at home and they've been like away somewhere and I haven't been on like a holiday, oh, so okay, I yeah. I haven't been busy. I've like just been like doing like normal routine life. And I was like, why the fuck did I have kids? <laughs> I'm like, this is what my friends do that don't have kids. I'm That's like, me. yeah, they do whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> yep. And I was like, so, you know, you know, the saying like absence makes the heart grow fonder. That did not happen for me. It did the complete opposite. And it started just making me go on this downward spiral. Like the poor kids, like I love them, but I have been so mean to them. And I'm like (laughs) trying not to be like, I've been screaming at them. They're lazy. They're messy. Like it's just, you're just here. You're around. Get away. I haven't been able to like control it either. Like just things that usually wouldn't annoy me have just like been sending me like over the edge. Like, and I got my period and there was a full moon. Like Eden has been terrified. And you started a crazy diet. And yeah, well, (laughs) yeah. So the diet's only been since like Sunday and actually think that that, you know, has helped me in the sense of like getting back on track, being focused. I feel like I kind of had had like too many things going on and rather than just being like, ticking the list off and getting things done. I've just been doing half of everything and then it's become really overwhelming. And my brain, who actually I call Brian because it auto, yeah, I get auto corrected all the time. Every time I write brain, it says Brian. Oh, okay. And so now I just call him Brian. I'm like, Brian has an overload. (laughs) Brian is not handling life at the moment. So then I had another problem. I started watching Yellowstone. Oh, yeah, the Kevin Costner show? Yes. You know what? I love Kevin Costner. I love him too and now I'm major crushing on him and I don't feel like there's that much of an age gap between us anymore. Like <laughs> when I was younger, I felt like the age gap was real. He was always my like, yeah, well, it's like people like George Clooney is like your older crush. Mine was always Kevin Costner. It was ha- obviously because of the bodyguard. Oh, totally. And then I also loved A Field of Dreams because I was a baseballer like oh, when I yes. was a child. Then I'm like big into um, golf and he'd like tink, tink up. So I was like, <laughs> you know. 
about. He really hits everything, doesn't I he? I know. And so, like, I had been, like, fighting the Yellowstone, like, craze. Like, everyone's like, you got to watch them. Like, no, nah, I don't need TV in my life at the moment. I've got too much going on. And I have one of these obsessive compulsive personalities with shows. If I start a show, I'm in. If there's five seasons ahead of me, I cannot function, do anything until I'm up to date. <laughs> like, so I started watching Yellowstone last week. I'm up to date. Wow. I've watched three seasons. Sounds like me with Game of Thrones. I was like seven <laughs> years behind. But it was like I need to watch it before the final season yeah. ends. And so it was just I was just consuming my life and I said to Eden, this is why I didn't want to get into Ozark. This is why I didn't want to do that because I then have to be up to date, have to watch all the seasons, don't want people to like, ooh, wait to see what's coming. I want to be the build person. a ranch. And yes. Wanna, yeah. yeah, I'm literally like reconsidering our block of land and I'm going to get a cowboy hat and some Ugg boots and just live on the land by my creek. That and, sounds nice actually. Oh, it does. It's really got to watch. Just give it through. But it's like the mafia version of like the ranch, right? So like, Well, I haven't seen the ranch. No, 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 like as in Oh, like sorry, yes. The mar- yeah. it's, it's show. It's <laughs> okay, kind of like the I was like, there's another cowboy show I don't know setting. about. <laughs> but it Actually, is. there is a show called The Rage, I think, with Asha Kutcher. Oh. Yeah, anyway, oh, I, I, okay, I have. I think I've seen That's on Netflix or Stan or yeah, something. I think so. Yeah, Um, But, yeah, if you take your own advice, the three show, three episode minimum, what actually happened? I've watched like seven episodes of this oh, show. Oh, okay. And I just gave up on it. Oh, okay. Well, that's fair call then. So Eden's realised when we've gotten to episode about seven, two, he's like, I've seen all this before. <laughs> and I'm like, what? It's like my dad does. <laughs> and he goes, I must have watched this like a couple of years ago, like when it started and it's just like true now. But he's I like, did. I knew what was happening. And I'm like, oh, well, yeah, anyway. So last night I was, because it comes out, which is really odd. I had to Google the time zones. It comes out at 9 p.m. on Stan on a Monday night, but nowhere in like release world, especially in America, that's not a release time. Like that's it's weird. early morning. So I'm like, can you put it on at like 7 p.m. so we can watch it on the night because I'm in bed Yeah, 9 p.m. It's done. So coming back to Brian being very like full on, that's basically where we're going with today's theme and it's about mental decluttering. But before we get into the mental decluttering, we're going to do our angel cards just in case Woo-hoo. anyone thought that we weren't going to do them today. Always. You're, that was me. I forgot mine. I was like, <laughs> you're right. ready to go. I've already got? mine. I've got relationship. Ooh. Your primary relationship is with yourself and God and every other relationship follows from there. To attract, heal and balance a relationship, then snuggle Snuggle more closely with your <laughs> loving creator. As you feel safe and love within, so shall your other relationships bloom and prosper. Okay. Snuggles. This card signals that you are entering a more positive phase in your relationship. As the picture on the card shows, what was the picture? Uh, the picture's like me on a unicorn. <laughs> An angel <laughs> on a unicorn, but like I'll say it's <laughs> It's totally you. Um, as the picture on the card shows, you're now out of the forest. Oh. Entering an area filled with light and beauty, like angel portrayed, like the angel portrayed on the card, you just need to hang on a little while longer. Additional meanings for this card. The answer to your question lies within your relationship. Trust your feelings about your current relationship and act accordingly. The angels are helping you manifest a wonderful new relationship. Send light, love and angels to your present relationship. A positive transition is occurring in a current relationship, which could include a healthy ending. Oh, I have no relationship. So <laughs> um, what did I think It's obviously of? just more going to be about me and my own relationship with myself, yes, right? How like I talk on my podcast all the time about how like I'm changing my relationship with myself. So yes. that's obviously what it is. 
And I just read something that made, oh, that's what it was. Um, because remember all like Bumble and stuff like that. And you're like, oh, I don't want to start a relationship because, you know, I have cancer yeah. and you don't have cancer. But it, was, it wasn't because I don't have cancer. It's because I just don't give a fuck. <laughs> Literally the title of this, like I don't know, like Aaron actually, button pusher Aaron, you know, used to be like quite good on the old apps. So, you know, being <laughs> the youth of today, I was like, you know, I was like, I've never used these apps before. And I was like, you know, like, what do I do? He's like, but do you care? I'm like, well, not really. And he's like, well, I think you need to care about the conversations <laughs> in order to like progress. I was like, oh, it's, I need to work on that. <laughs> but like I've had app envy with my friends because I've never been around for app apping oh, either. Yeah, and when we get like a little bit tipsy and one of my friends has the app and me and my friends are like, please let us have a go. Like, please. And we're like oh. sending like eggplants and so like things no like that. I no desire for any of that. I've never done that with any of my friends. <laughs> I just couldn't give a fuck at all. So I need to like... You know, I mean, it's not there's anything wrong with that. Like, I just am not. No. I just don't care. Well, there you go. Zero <laughs> fucks. Not sorry. <laughs> Literally. I actually um put up about the other day saying, like, what do you want to hear on my podcast? And I had so many people say, like, about your relationship, your relationship. And I was like, do people think I've got some guy hiding out the back? <laughs> like, this this is it. It's just me. That's really weird. Yeah. I feel like you're so upfront about well, that. I think so, so many would... women have this pressure that they must be in a relationship. Yeah. But it's like, I don't feel any pressure. I've never envisaged like my wedding, my picket fence, my kids, like none of yeah. that. I've always, every vision of my life has been me. Yeah. No one else. So it's like, maybe that's just it. I don't yeah. know. Well, having a healthy relationship with yourself is also very important. If it happens, it happens. I'm not going to like, you know, if a guy talks to me, I'm not like get away from me or anything, but yeah. like no one, I can't date anyone at work. So. No, not <laughs> and when you're the boss. And all my old weird. relationships were like people I worked with. Right. Because I'm like, I kind of need to be friendly with someone before I like do anything else. Feel them out a bit. Yeah, exactly. And like it's not appropriate in my workplace, especially since like pretty much one of the only guys is a button pusher Aaron here and he's like, Basically, my son, he's so young. <laughs> cougar. I'm, I'm not into that cougar vibe, to be honest. So, yeah. So that's I don't think Aaron's girlfriend like it much either. <laughs> <laughs> just me- giving her a little mention to her in case she's the listener. <laughs> I don't think that she is. I love Chen Chen. Oh, she is. Chen Chen, shout out. Oh, hey. Um, so my card that I got, go for it. Your you prayer, go, girl. Yeah, you go, girl. Your prayers and positive expectations have been heard and answered. We've been working with you on this situation since its genesis, and we continue to watch over you and everyone else involved. Oh, sorry, just says everyone involved, I added word. Stay on your present path, and it will take you very far indeed. You drew this card as encouragement for the situation you're asking about. Ooh, what are you asking about? Actually, it's very strange that I got this card. The angels reassure you of a positive outcome provided you continue to pour love and guided action into the situation. Additional meanings for this card. Well, this is a short one and it's right up my alley. (laughs) Don't hesitate. Now is the right time. You're on the right path. The idea that you have is divinely inspired. The angels foresee a successful outcome. So we're buying some horses. Is that what that means? (laughs) Kind of, no. Um, I've actually been working on a new business idea, which is linked in kind of with the retreats, but I've been um, probably why Brian's been a bit over overworked at the moment too. I've had like a lot going on with um, my current business, Hot Rock, Um, but um, yeah, I've been trying to branch away from there and like sharing or is it a secret um I'm not sharing just yet sorry guys um but just because like it is still very early in the pieces and I have to like make sure all the 
the names and things are available. So, yeah, but I have um, – I'll share with you off air. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, not here. Um, so, yeah, and um, that's a good one for me. It makes me happy. That's Yay. good. <laughs> um, Go but, for it. <laughs> yeah, the um, – the, when we was talking before, like the detox and all that sort of stuff, for me, um, we all know that I love to drink. So like when my life like starts to spiral, then I obviously will turn to drinking more, which then makes me eat worse. And it's like this big vicious cycle and it doesn't matter how many walks I go for, that's not burning off a bottle of wine. Yeah. Well, I might, but I don't have time to go for more than one a day. So <laughs> Very long like, walk. Yeah, very long walk. So I've started this detox. I may share it on socials what I'm doing because it's a, not like full normal one, but then, you know, you get all the people that hate on you and it's not about them, it's about me. So I'm not sure about that yet, but um, if I choose to, I choose to basically. <laughs> and then about two weeks ago when I was feeling probably like heightened and then I have only really come out of it in the past like three days. Um, I always believe that the universe, just like the cards, delivers when I need something just at the right time. Go back to when you told me about like Rachel Hollis and all that, like that's what I needed to hear at that time. It was really good. So um, I think about two weeks ago, email landed in my inbox, which was actually from Business Chicks, which is like a membership program for like- Yeah, I subscribed to them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I just did like a a declutter of my inbox and unsubscribed to all of my idiots. (laughs) Yeah. But see, like that's the thing. And I was like, oh, I had been to a few of their events, Marie Folio, and since I went to that one, that's when like I've just stayed on board. And um, when like ISO started, I was like, oh, they're doing like online stuff now, like can watch it at any time. Like I'll just like jump on that. And like the few topics have come through, I'm like, eh, eh, eh. (laughs) Not interesting, not interesting, don't need it. And then- One morning I got into my inbox and there was um, the title, The Life-Changing Magic of Not Giving a Fuck. And I was like, ding, 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 ding. (laughs) I want to know some more about that, especially like the word fuck in an email, like you've got me. Um, As we've said before, sometimes all like the fluffy words are um, a deterrent for me. It seems a little bit too like pretty and pleasing and that's just not real life. Too cliche. Too cliche. Yeah. And even in my course that I'm doing, we have like a buddy program and I've been partnered with the best buddy and she swears and she doesn't use all the words that they use. And because sometimes I'm like, eh. It's like like those, what season are you in, Ash? Yeah. And you know, and like I know authentic means authentic, but when you say it too many times, it's just loses its authenticness. (laughs) (laughs) It's just too much. So, um, I've said fuck. You can never say that. You too can many never times. say fuck too many times unless you're Carter, who now oh, is no. just, spe- <laughs> just spelling it instead of saying it. What do you mean? You don't mean to say F U C K? And I'm like, no, I don't. And he goes, oh, F U C K. And I'm like, mate, stop. Like, just stop it. And he's like, but I'm not saying it. I'm spelling it. I'm like, it's like, I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. Yeah, well, I'm going to chase you around the house. Um, so I've watched this business chicks, um, like 45 minute thing. So was it an interview with Sarah Knight, the yeah, author of that book? Was, yeah. So she kind of just like hosted it. And okay. then at the end, it's like a live Q and A that people can type questions. And that's when like a business chick lady jumps in and like organizes, organizes, organizes it all. <laughs> that's 
very hard to say. Um, so I was like, oh, I like her. And um, again, big surprise that I probably didn't read the book. I went for like some sort of like notes vi- version. video version. Um, but she has a website called um, No Fucks Given. And so I was like, oh, I went on there, heaps of cool stuff happening there but there was also her TED talk and I love a TED talk I'm like because they're 12 minutes yeah they're 12 (laughs) minutes I'm like wrap that shit up and I get it if I don't get it after 12 minutes I'm probably not going to get it so um she went on to talk about what what it actually means and she had this like high profile job that she hated she could barely get out of bed in the morning I think she was actually a book publisher and um she made this concept which is actually a parody version of Marie Kondo, which is the life-changing magic of tidying up. So it's her spin on that, but instead of tidying up your house, you're tidying up Brian, your brain. (laughs) And even like the book, like the font, the front cover and everything is very Marie Kondo. Yeah. Are you allowed? Like she must have asked. I don't know if you're allowed (laughs) to Well, I guess it's just a font. I guess you can't really. (laughs) So um, I was like, oh, so listening to this 12-minute TED Talk really got me thinking about basically my life. And she goes in to talk about mental decluttering, which is basically the real topic of what today is about, um, and organizing your brain and life, um, and not using up your fuck budget, which is basically how many fucks you get, which is made up of time, energy, and money. And I was thinking about, I'm like, I'm feeling very time poor, energy poor, I'm not like poor, poor, money poor, but but like um, I was like I'm not using my time and my energy properly and it's really starting to get to me. I need to sit down and figure out what I'm doing wrong. Um, And now that, you know, for Gold Coasters, I know it's not the same in um, Melbourne and Sydney, like isolation's like well and truly over for us at at this point. We're going back into it though. Really? Yeah. But okay, well, I don't want to. Because it might spread uh, to here, you know, it's like spreading to New South Wales. Just, I can't believe she actually here. opened our borders. She stood so strong for so long and then just randomly opened them. I know. And we didn't even need to. Like, Queenslanders, stay in Queensland, spend money in Queensland, make our Queensland economy good. How <laughs> simple. Oh my goodness. Go see North, Northern Queensland. Like, how yeah. many people haven't even seen their own backyard well, yeah, and they're obsessed with other New things? New Year's Eve, we're going to Hamilton yes. Island. So, yeah, That's we are so doing exciting. that. <laughs> yeah, see? Practice what you preach. Yeah, I went to Brisbane a couple of weeks ago in a hotel. Yeah, I've been doing it. I'm doing my bit. So I totally lost what I was talking about, but I'm going to go back to my notes and just say that the basic concept of the book and her method and all that is the life-changing magic of not giving a fuck is a funny practical guide to mental decluttering, giving you actionable tips to stop caring about things you don't that don't really matter to you without feeling ashamed or guilty. And for me... I do hold guilt with like I'm an over-functioning people pleaser sometimes. Sometimes I really don't give a fuck and I'll say it straight away. And then other things, I overcommit myself. I say yes to all these things that I don't want to go to. Then they come around and then at the last minute I'm trying to pull out. And what she goes on to say is that if you never had any intention of going to something and you've committed to it and you said that you're going and you pull out at the last minute, you are in fact an asshole. If you get invited to something and you pause and you stop and you think about it and then you politely say no, then you're not an asshole. Yeah. So the, um, the the concept as such is to, um, going back to the, the fuck budget, is 
this thing about a mental barn, which I was like, oh, barn. She's like yellowstoning me. Like I'm all in for this like description. (laughs) It's meant to be. Um, And in your mental barn, you need to visualize that you have everything in there that brings you joy, but you also have everything in there that annoys you. And then you need to start sorting out the things. So it's just like your kids running around in your head. Oh, <laughs> like I'm surprised. Your I barn. Yeah, I'm surprised I haven't pain. lassoed them and tied them up <laughs> with my new cowboy skills because it's been a lot. So, and because Eden is so crazy, sometimes I'm like, I'm going crazy because you're so cruisy. Like <laughs> stop, like letting everything be okay. Like yeah. it's not okay. Our kids are lazy. They're spoiled. They eat too much. Like it's just like they've just been like doing my absolute nut in. So really, like this week we've banned iPads. Oh. Um, there's no iPads, which obviously affects my mental health too, yeah. that there's no tech time. Um, there's no treats. So every night my kids have their iPad for possibly like two hours. They also have a treat after dinner, whether that's an ice cream or chocolate, they're not allowed lollies. Not that there's probably any difference, but I try and separate it, but they're allowed ice cream or chocolate and or a fruit or yogurt if that's what they want, but no one's picking yeah, that no if they're allowed the other things. So I've sat down to eat and I'm like, I'm, I'm like, raging like someone's gonna get hurt <laughs> like I'm wow. I'm not okay like what is wrong with our kids and obviously having the break from them realizing that life's grand without them I'm like they're spoiled and it's our fault we're just giving them these things like and we were talking actually when I was driving here I was like how are the kids this morning because like then they have I've done their chore boards again I've redone that so they're not allowed to sit downstairs and watch tv when they're eating they have to sit at the dining table and I play a podcast for them on ABC Kids Listen uh-huh. they're like kind of like where's Anne he's like his new best friend <laughs> this lady that's recording but it's called Noisy by Nature it goes for eight minutes they talk about animals and there's all these different topics and they do like kids news and stuff and they just have to sit there and eat for their 10 minutes because it takes them sometimes 45 minutes to fucking eat something and then they drop it all over the floor or they're playing like soccer in between eating I'm like what the fuck are you guys doing like and it's our fault because we just lock them downstairs and say (laughs) eat your dinner and bring your plate up and they leave their shit everywhere and I'm like so there's a laundry boss a tv boss kitchen boss and so if you're that you're in charge of like the dishes or the podcast and all that sort of stuff so you try and make it fun for them but they were taking up a lot of my brain space for things that we had just been too lazy to like monitor and take care of. So we're restructuring the kids. We're doing our diet, um, trying to clean ourselves up too. We're not perfect. But um, as I'm, I'm guessing, you know, I, have the, I don't know the ratio of parents or not that listen to the podcast, but, you know, kids take up a huge part of your brain. And if they're pissing you off, it is really hard to get out of the funk that they're putting you in. And it's not really their fault, especially if they're young. Like, it's it's our fault. Like, yeah. we, you know, why, when I was driving here, I was talking to Eden and, as I said, how'd they go this morning? Like, and they were up and dressed. Like, I went for my walk and when I came back, they were up and dressed in their school uniform at 7 a.m. Wow. They usually don't even get out of bed until 7.30. Arriving under some structure. I know. <laughs> Like Get I, some I'm, good habits. And the thing is, I'm Turn so on your own podcast, Ash, on your how to form habits. <laughs> Give it to the kids. But, like, I am so structured that I was just like, why are they not? Yeah. Like, you know, and so and then, and then Carter's now being, like, the serial killer that he is and he's like, oh, thank you, mummy. I've got chat lips, mummy. Can I please have some lip gloss, mummy? And I'm like, who are you? <laughs> like, but I much prefer him to be like that going, oh, 
what, S-U-C-K? And, like <laughs> yeah, in front yeah. of our friends and they film him and put him on Instagram. I'm like, can you not? Oh, no. <laughs> it affects me. But anyway, back to the subject. Sorry, the kids have really taken a whole part of my life this past month. So, and the, yeah, they're back at school. So hopefully that routine kicks in as well. Hopefully we stay at school. Yeah. <laughs> now that you've mentioned that, because that will really send me over the edge. Although we really did say strong on the school thing. So I feel like that's going to push through regardless. Yes. <laughs> Yes, and so I need to go back to where we were before I got off topic. Do you remember? So I think you need to tell me, like, why are you doing this topic? You want to talk about being a people pleaser and that kind of stuff. So going back to actually her and listening to her and, you know, when you just have that light bulb moment where you're like, I do that. And she talks about, you know, some things you have, giving a fuck means you actually care. So there's nothing wrong with giving a fuck as long as you're giving a fuck about the things that you really do care about and not wasting your fucks, your time, energy and money on things that you don't care about. So I was like, we haven't even been doing anything these past like five months. How do I feel so overwhelmed? And now all social commitments and things are popping back up and I'm like, Oh, when I was in isolation, I'm like, oh, this has been so good. Going to make positive changes. You know, I'm not going to, you know, go to everything anymore. I'm going to say no and pick and choose. I, if I go to something, do I really have to drink? That's probably been my biggest, like, not yeah. epiphany because I haven't done it yet. But, like, I haven't been in here and been like, no, I'm not going to have a drink. But there is literally zero chance um, past me, this is new me, <laughs> of me going somewhere and not having a drink. Like yeah. even if it was like Tuesday, well, like even if we went to dinner, which we do, um, and you were like, I'm not drinking and which we're at a restaurant. I do every yeah. time pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and there is like no chance that I'm in a restaurant being waited on that I'm not going to browse that wine list or that <laughs> cocktail list and pick something. But I'm like, why? What is the, What is that one drink like really doing? Don't get me wrong. I'm not becoming like <laughs> I'm not not drinking ever again. <laughs> I've got 21 days and then um, we're actually – Got a girls girls weekend ahead, um, and then it's supposed to be thirty days, so that's like messed it up. But I'm like twenty one's still good. I'm like <laughs> it's better than what you're on now, which yeah, was zero. Yeah, so exactly. I'm job. like it's progress, not perfection, as we have said many times before. So in this barn, back to the barn, um, you have the joy versus annoy. You have to decide the things that bring you joy, the things that annoy you. Put them on a list, and then do the two steps of mental decluttering. Step one: decide on that list what you don't give a fuck about. Step two, which apparently is really easy, stop giving a fuck about it (laughs) and don't do it. But, like, how do you feel on that? Like, you're pretty, like, true to yourself. I don't feel like you really do anything that... um, I don't want to do. You don't want to do, which is, like, amazing (laughs) because, like, I definitely do get, like, it's not, like, peer pressure. It would be more the the I would feel obligated um, as, like, a considering myself to be like a good friend uh, and what I make up being a good friend is makes me feel guilty um, and obligated to do things that I don't necessarily want to do. Um, I just feel like I know what's good for me and what's not and then I just explain that. So a couple of weekends ago, Belinda really wanted to, my friend Belinda wanted to go out and do some stuff on a Sunday and I just said to her, that's the week I have immuno and I have four blogs due for a skin cancer company that I write blogs for. Can't do it. 
because I knew that it would put me under too much stress. I'd be tired from amino. I like to rest on the Sundays after amino so I'm ready and refreshed for the week ahead. And I really wanted to get those blogs done because otherwise if I was trying to do them at night during the week, I know it would add all this extra stress to me. So I just assess like, is this good for me mental health wise? No. So sorry, Belinda. No. And here's the reason. And she understood. That's it. And that's basically, you know, what, what she says, like, don't rush. Well, you, you, you didn't draw it out. You didn't yeah. say, yeah, yeah, I'm coming on Sunday, love to, and then last minute cancel and then yeah. that leads to disappointment. Then you And she talks about how you actually spend so much time and energy. Um, you've said yes. Coming up with a lie. Coming up excuse. with a lie yeah. and then dreading the process when you can just be like, oh, no, I've already RSVP'd no to that. I can move on from it. Moving on to my next yeah. um, uh, fuck buck. How am I going to spend it? Um, but one of the things that she also – said was the fuckberg, which is like the tip of the fuckberg, which is the iceberg. Iceberg. Yeah. And for me, that's where I was. Like I was like chipping away at the tip of the fuckberg. And then all of a sudden I was like going to take down the Titanic, like the iceberg, the fuckberg was getting like so big that I was giving a fuck about all this stuff. And I really, really didn't need to be. And don't get me wrong. This is still a work in progress. I've, I'm selectively going through things. And there are always still going to be things you're going to have to do that you don't give a fuck about. Like there are going to be kids parties that you have to go to for your children that you don't want to go to, but you know that it's, you you I'm actually pretty good with that one because I'll be like to Eden, I'm like, both of us. Yeah. I'm, I am like, literally, I'm like, let's like, you want to go have some time with your friends? We both, we don't have to go as like a united family to this birthday party unless it's both of our friend's child. But if it's just like a school kid or something, I'm like, Save yourself. Yeah. Don't come to this shit party. Like I'll take one for the team and next time you take in one for the team because that's a waste of fucking time. Yeah, exactly. But sometimes it's like you have to do things for your friends because they need it too and you can't be selfish all the time. You know, like the other day we were supposed to go to dinner but then one of my other friends needed me so I had to cancel our dinner. I didn't necessarily want to be fucking cancelling our dinner. (laughs) I was really looking forward to it. And then my friend was having an emotional, you know, episode drama, whatever it is, experience. But I didn't want to have to sit there and do that. But of course, I want to be there to support her. So sometimes you still have to do things you don't want to do. It's not about being someone who just doesn't give a fuck about anything, obviously. Yeah. Um, But when yeah, there well, are, and then she's like, that makes you an asshole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But then sometimes when it's like just a casual lunch, that really doesn't mean a lot. Yeah. I, I can prioritise differently, you know? Yeah. And it it... Going back to last um, episode when we were talking about like core values and things like that, for me, as I said, my core value is honesty, but a very close second is manners. Like I am so big on manners that I'm like, oh my God, but like, is it rude to be honest and just say like, I don't want to come? Like I was really battling with like trying to think what the right thing is, but like who is the actual right thing or like, what, what am I doing? Like there's 30 people going to lunch. Do they really care if I'm not there and I'm not in the headspace or I don't have the time? Um, she gave this like, and not to be like offensive, she gave this like example, like of, you know, being like, for me, if I ever said to my friends, like, I can't afford to do that, they would like laugh in my face. But for me, I'm saving to build a house and do things like that, that for me now, it's actually a very like real response to be like, I can't afford, oh, I can't afford to do that because I'm choosing to spend my money yeah. elsewhere, but they're not going to get that because for the past, like, you know, well, however long I've been friends with that person, that's never been something that's popped up. And also then it feels weird to me to say it 
but it's the actual truth. Yeah, it was just you're budgeting your money differently. And yeah. People need to understand that. So, yeah, it, I've, I've do, I still, like, I'm not, I haven't had anything pop up in the past, like, two weeks that I actually need to use it for. So, like, watch this space to see how I go. I'd like invite you to do that tonight and <laughs> I get, like, a big hard no. Well, like, luckily now, well, not luckily. Sorry, well, you actually, you did because, yeah. you know what, I said to you, like, I can't make dinner Monday because yep. of my friend. Let's go later in the week. And you were like, no, I'm on this really strict diet. I can't. Yeah, I, yeah, but so I, I, and but I said, I, all right, cool. Yeah, and I'm like, well, if you want to come over for your 100 grams of protein and your one veggie, feel free and I'll make you a delightful dinner. But that's what we're having. We'll have sparkling water. Or you can have still water because you don't like sparkling. So, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's definitely it's one of those things like for me, my house is so organised. Like there's not like one thing out of place that if someone walked in, they're just like, oh, like, you know, you've got three kids. This place is like impeccable. I put a bit of pressure on myself to make my home like that, but I actually get immense joy from a clean house. Like it's not for anyone else. It's for me. Like even if I'm working at home from time to time now, um, like I can't, sit down and do my day unless I've made the house exactly the way. So if I pop out of the office, I'm like, ah, you look just the way I left you. Like I have to like sweep the floor and like do all that. There's a lot of evidence to show that decluttering your environment can help declutter your mind. And even my staff will see sometimes when I really need to be productive, I'll all of a sudden stand up and tidy my desk because it's like I need to deal with this in order to get like really in the zone because I'm very messy. Yeah, well, (laughs) to Aaron's eyebrow went very, very high then. (laughs) But when I really need to be in the zone, that's when I tidy up. Thankfully, I have great staff that also are tidying my desk for me regularly too because they, like, don't like it messy. And when I was melting, when my big fuckberg was melting, um, and poor Eden, like, because he, again, so crazy, but I'm like, you know, you're not, like, pulling your weight. And he's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, no, you're not. Like, and I was bitchy as fuck. Like, I was not a nice person and I was very upset at myself for how I handled it. And I'm like, no, you're not doing it. And he goes, well, what am I supposed to be doing? I'm like, when was the last time you put the washing on? And he goes, well, when was the last time you left it long enough that I would be able to do it? I'm like, that's not what I said. I'm like, I have to (laughs) put it on because you don't do it. What about the dishwasher? Do you know how to order the groceries? I'm like, like, we both work full time. I'm like, why is all this shit up to me to do? So I'm sure everyone is like nodding their head out there in agreement. So like, yeah, why the fuck is that my job? But because if we left it to them, we wouldn't have any fucking food in the house. <laughs> so, and not that he's hopeless, but can cook though. Can so. cook. Can cook that one meal a week that I'm very grateful for. But <laughs> it's better than zero. So True. I am grateful for it. But yeah, it's just, be, but also I, I, and then I was like, had to look at myself again. And I was like, far out. I'm not, well. He would, he would take a very long time. Like I was folding washing on Saturday night and I was not happy about it. And he was like, why are you doing that now? And I'm like, well, when would be a good time to do it? Like it went on for days. Like I was a oh psycho God, so for days. Scary. I was, Eden was afraid. He was like, oh, I don't even have anywhere to go and sleep anymore. I saw my house. <laughs> He's like, just I like wearing to- the same outfit every day. You're like, why are you doing that? So I don't make any washing. <laughs> he totally said that. He's like, I think we just need to start wearing our clothes for multiple days and like sniffing the kids' school clothes to be like, do we really need to wash them? And I was like, don't be ridiculous. That's disgusting. (laughs) But yeah, just like the dishwasher, like as I've said before, I can't go to bed unless it's like 
unstacked yeah. and yeah. So there's a lot of my own Brian that really messes myself up and um, that's where I need to like take a deep breath, sit down, do activities like this, hence why I wanted to share it. I feel like there might be, you know, a few peeps out there that are kind of like feeling the same way where like how are we so overwhelmed so quickly after having this massive break of sitting at home and doing nothing and having all this excess time that now we've just like it's like a distant, well, it's not a distant memory apparently now it's <laughs> coming back but I don't watch the news. So um, that, you know, how did we forget? Yeah. All that stuff that we were, you know, promising ourselves and it's just been a few weeks yeah, really. Exactly. And um yeah, it's it it's it's time to well for me, it was time to like sit down and be like, how did I get how did I get here? And what am I actually doing? Because I had no time I wasn't doing any of my self care stuff either. Like um watched Yellowstone staying up late and wouldn't get up and go for my walk. And then I was like, oh, what is wrong with me? Then I'd be so angry at myself because I know how, like, beneficial that is for me. Haven't been in the sauna in ages. Like, just, like, haven't even worn my eye masks in ages. And, like, just really simple, non-time-consuming things, things I actually already own (laughs) that I'm, like, not even using because I just feel like I don't have any time. But, again started scrolling a lot more on social media and then that's taking up a lot of like brain space that I'm like, whose fucking page am I even on? Like how did I get here? So the Brian was very the Brian was very full and needed to do something about it. And I'm still in the process of doing that. Yeah, well, I think it's like a a muscle that you have to continually strengthen. It's not something overnight that all of a sudden you're going to be so good at saying no to everything and doing things that only bring you joy and everything's going to be seamless. I think you have to start with like one thing where it's like, hang on, I just said yes to that lunch and I'm completely overstretching myself there. I need, I should have said no. And then you'll say no to the next one and you'll, you'll get better at saying no to things. And your friends will also not at first, when you start saying, like, I can't afford to do that, they're going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah. But eventually they'll be like, oh, she's saving for a house and they'll get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. My friends understand that I have basically two full-time jobs and then I also have my own fucking side passion shit that I've got going on. Yeah. So I don't have time to do a lot of stuff. So when I say, no, I can't, I've got too much going on, they're not upset with me because they get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're used to that now. So I think once you start to flex that muscle a bit more, you'll get better at doing it and then the people around you will be better at understanding and they won't see you as like rude, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And I think like one of the the main things is that like, oh, you know, we don't make enough time for our friends and our family and then you feel guilty and you're like, well, I'm consuming myself with all this other stuff. Does it that actually matter in 5, 10, 15 years? And then you play that like head game with yourself that, you know, I should really do that and like – My mum actually has been in and out of hospital a lot these past couple of weeks too. Um, She's been having a really bad reaction to her chemotherapy um, and she gets um, infections and high temps pretty much two days after and then spends a week in hospital. Um, And then with all the COVID laws, you have to visit one person a day at a certain time. And like for me, that's two till six. Like as a parent, that's like prime like the worst hour. Yeah, that is like the worst hours of the day. <laughs> and so I was like, 
fuck. And so then that was like stressing me out and then she's lonely in there and then the guilt of like not being able to go, you know, more than once a week and then she would be like, oh, and then my stepdad obviously wants to see her and it's only one person a day. And she's like, oh, you can come up on Saturday. I'm like, great, thanks. And then I'm like, I am bitch. Like go and visit your mum. Like so and then, yeah, it was just like that was – she did actually get some good news too. She had a CT scan um, when she was in hospital last week and um, the two tumours have actually reduced in size a little bit since – So exciting. Yeah, which is good for this round of chemo because the radiation did nothing. So she really got super deflated yeah. about that. Also, she was since like, she's having such a bad reaction, you want to know it's like for worth something, it? yeah. And she was starting, you know, she's like, her hair's like really like gone now, and then it's like coming back, and it's like very confronting to see like your mum, you know. And she's, you know, she's like, do I need to put my hat on? I'm like, no, no, you don't need to put your hat on. Put like, screen on though. Yeah, don't walk, <laughs> don't walk around baldy. Put some, put some screen on that, but. Um, you know, and then she was self-conscious about it at the start. Now she's gotten used to it, but, um, we've been, which I won't be eating at the moment, but the, the crumpets that I also got obsessed the with gourmet were, crumpets. that I also don't need to eat six crumpets a day, that <laughs> sort of kind of vibe. Um, but I did order them last weekend as my last like hurrah for a few weeks. And I got my mum some and I dropped them around to her house after the boys had soccer and, um, she like popped out to the car to like say hi to the boys and she didn't have her her scarf or hat or whatever she's been wearing on and I was like, oh, my God, please, God, don't say anything to her because like they're kids. Yeah. Like, and I was Where's your like, hair? Yeah, just something like little like that and I'm like, oh, I don't want to deal with that like right now, yeah. please. And they were so good but you could just see their little faces being like. Confused. I'm like. I want to say something, but I really think that I don't think this is a good good time. Oh, that's good. You told us something, Ash. Yeah, I know. I was like, so I was really like, thank God, because like I would have been like, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> I'm like, wait till we get in the car to ask the question. I'm like, so I was like, okay, here's your crumpets, bye. <laughs> Gotta go. But yeah, so that's it's kind of like this episode was more because it had been such a big gap between recording. I was to always try and tie like a theme into it so people get some value out of it. But realistically, it was probably just more of a catch-up of, like, what's been going on. There hasn't been really a lot going on. Actually, that's a lie. There's been so much going on, but I have not achieved anything. And that's what for the, like... The perfectionist, the recovering perfectionist in me, that's when I started to, like, spiral where I was like, I'm just not completing it. I'm not doing anything well. Yeah. And then the delays in rebuilding the factory and then this mean man fighting me about it. Like I was just like getting like blow after blow after blow and then not getting anywhere and I was like, oh. And then the universe delivered with this wonderful concept that's so very simple. Um, I think it might be a little bit harder to put it into play when you are, you know, such a person that does like to please, um, also can overthink a situation rather than just being like, no is a complete sentence. Yeah. Like that's also a life-changing like statement <laughs> because I and I've gotten I heard that a while ago yeah. and I have dabbled now in that where cuz I used to be like no and then I'd be like why the fuck am I explaining myself so much and then I'd delete 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 and just go back to no sorry can't. Yep. And I was like oh 
now I don't even have to remember what the fuck I said that I couldn't do it for. Like I just said I can't. Like there's no excuse with it that I've made up yeah. blaming a kid or someone else. I'm like, nope, just can't. <laughs> but, yeah, for me, my my home life, um, I have uh, what you said before, I have great team, a great staff that really like take care of things at work. There's a lot of other things that they can't look after that I have to do. But in my home life is where I was really starting to be like the over-functioning um, and just getting annoyed. Like nothing, nothing at home was like bringing me any joy and I was stewing on it and I was snapping at people like they're just little kids at the end of the day. Like I know I make all the jokes about it and um, they do drive me crazy, but at the end of the day, they're just little kids and they, they are good kids, um, but they can be really fucking annoying and that's, <laughs> I still have to slide that in there, um, that they, you know, they are only um as responsible as we allow them to be. Yeah. So they, if you they created little monsters, that yeah, basically <laughs> I've created monsters and it's my fault and I need to take responsibility for that and communicate with them because they're only going to grow up to be worse. Yeah. You know, like, uh, trust me, I would let them have their iPad for like 10 hours a day if it means that they didn't come and Annoy ask you. me a question, but that's not right. It's not right. No. And while I'll pr- definitely have slip ups, but so watch this space about how the new home life is going because it's very annoying listening to a podcast about like Tasmanian devils <laughs> at full ball for nine minutes while they eat and ask you questions. And Nula's like, okay, winding down. <laughs> also, not drinking, listening to this show is not super fun, but they're actually loving it. And, but then, yeah, see if we keep it up for longer than a week because that's pretty much how long it usually goes for with them. Well, we'll see what happens. Report back, hey? All right, so can you like recap the, all these methods that you've been talking about now? Yep, sure. To recap on the not sorry method. First, you've got to envisage your mental barn. Think of all the things that bring you joy and then think of all the things that also annoy you. Now remember your fuck bucks, which is time, energy and money. Time to mental declutter. Now make the joy versus annoy list or review the situation. Step one, decide what you don't give a fuck about. Categorize the real. It's a long list, that one, isn't it? (laughs) There is so (laughs) many things. There is so many damn things. Um, Categorize the real have tos versus the feel like I have tos. Step two, so simple. Just stop giving a fuck about it, (laughs) which for someone that already doesn't give a fuck, easy. For someone like me, not so easy. So get the list, cross off the things that you really do not have to do. The ones that we make excuses for, but such and such we pissed off and yeah, da, like da, da, the da. obligations that we feel like we have to feel like yeah the obligations, don't. not the actual things that you really have to do. Like go to work, yeah, probably need to do that. Yeah, don't cross <laughs> it off the list. You got paid to do that. Um, if it sounds overwhelming, start small and work towards having lots of extra fuck bucks in your piggy bank. <laughs> Remember your manners, be polite and be honest. And I hope you find the freedom in the magical art of not giving a fuck. Woohoo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to wrap up again, to touch on those resources, obviously um, Sarah has the book. It's actually a whole series of different books. I haven't read any of them, um, which is probably no surprise to anyone. Um, the TED Talk, um, this will all be in the show notes. So the TED Talk I feel like is really good. I think I watched it maybe seven times and I've sent it to like friends and everyone's like oh this is hilarious like because the word fuck keeps coming up so that's great 
So in short, today's podcast, if you are like me and you have been an over-functioning people pleaser where you continue to over-commit yourself, it is about making meaningful change for yourself. Learn to say no, learn to set boundaries, and most of all, learn to stop giving a fuck about things that don't serve you. If you like today's podcast episode, please screenshot now and share on your socials with the With Love Ash handle. And I would be very grateful if you could take two minutes to jump over to Apple Podcasts and give me a review. Thanks for tuning in. And just remember, we are all flawed, but we are also fucking fabulous. This podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network. To stay up to date with me, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Leave me a review and follow me on Instagram at With Love Ash.